Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Spilling the Tea with me, your friend, Allison Unplugged. And we have a little guest today. Hello, everyone. It's Jolie. Jolie May has decided to join us today. She has a uh, fun fact. She's been listening to my podcast. She is a really good writer and really good at English. And as you all know, that's not some of my strong suits. So <laughs> she will be uh, editing some of my descriptions of things and whatnot just on my, not just on the podcast, but on the blogs and the websites probably yet to come. So anyway, she... I didn't really know that she was listening to my podcast, so that's kind of funny to begin with. But um, then she said that she actually had some questions for me, and she asked if we could do a podcast together where she could ask me the questions. Full transparency, I've not seen these questions as of yet, so we'll see what she has in store for us here. But anyway, do you want to chat on maybe what it's been like to um, listen to my podcast, and have you just like listen to this season have you hopped around when you first started them I did tune in like almost every single week or mm. every single time you would post one I would listen to it and then life gets in the way of things mm -hmm. obviously and I kind of stopped but now I just kind of hop around it's mostly been like this season and at first I didn't want you to know that I was listening to them because I feel like that kind of affects how you might talk about things but mm. at the same time we're very open with each other hummingbird friend he always comes when I'm out here do you see him yeah is he hanging out by the sunflowers he was eating the the uh, orange zinnias oh. those are his favorite Sorry, sorry, I digress. Um, he always pops up. Hello, hummingbird. What was I saying? That you, now you just like hop around. Oh, yeah. But I, I feel like it might affect the way that you talk about things or maybe what you share. Mm. But at the same token, we are very open and honest with each other. So I don't really have a lot of questions, but maybe things I just kind of want to dive deeper on. Okay, okay. Well, I'm kind of curious, too, if you, like, learned anything from a different perspective of listening just as, like, a average person, not just as a daughter, maybe, how you've heard some of these stories yeah. before through a different filter, yeah. maybe, in how, yes. even in how I explain them to you versus, yes. versus how I'd share them with them the, world. the world. Yeah, very good way of putting it. Interesting. All right, well, let's just dive into it. Okay. Oh, here we go. Um. Okay, this was a big one. When I was younger, I was, as I'm sure most people know, very needy. Um, I needed to be with you at all times. I would cry on the way to my dad's house every week just because I wanted to be with you longer. Mm -hmm. And it definitely stopped you from doing a lot when I was younger. This is true. Yes. And I feel like now, obviously, I encourage you to go do things and to go expand on your life, obviously. Mm -hmm. But did how did it affect you not being able to do those things when I was younger? Mm, 
it's not that I never did the things because you were at your dad's off and on, you know, like we had 50-50. So you were with me half the time, with your dad half the time. The days that you were with your dad, though, were predominantly during the week as I had a nine to five and your dad worked on the weekends. So I had you the weekends. So maybe in some ways it did cause me to feel like it was a lot to balance friends, motherhood and a job and household all at the same time. So honestly, probably I lost a lot of friendships, but they weren't real friends if they weren't willing to, you know, hang out and be part of what my world had turned into, which was the Jolie Mae Smith show, which was perfectly fine. And um, also, I just think it's something normal that moms have to deal with and go through. And it's a time to cherish and bond. And so don't be upset about it. Um, Because I think it gave us the foundation in which that we have for our relationship because we are so close. And so I don't really feel like I missed out on anything. I think it's a normal thing for moms to have to reprioritize things. And then whatever is priority, you still make time for. Like exercise was still always very important to me, even when you were little. So I just found a gym that had a cool daycare in it that you enjoyed. And I just made you come with me. Visiting my grandparents was really important. So how many road trips did we take from when you were a little tiny, tiny age? So I just, it never stopped me. You just came along the journey with me. Does that make sense? Yeah, I was... Um... Yeah, I probably didn't dance on quite as many bar stools <laughs> after you were born, but that's about the only thing I missed out on and then so therefore you and I just started having our own dance parties on Saturday nights you know what what I mean about the work opportunities because I know there were a few times where you were given the option to be promoted or go back to school or whatever and you might have talk to me about those things and I definitely made it a big deal to not go do that which obviously being more grown up now looking back on it I regret you know well you shouldn't you shouldn't because all the stages and lives and moments and opportunities the ones that I took or didn't take led me to where I am right now which is exactly where I'm supposed to be like I have an amazing job Um, And maybe some of those other opportunities would have given me more financial freedom a little sooner, but they would have come at a sacrifice that took time away. And that's something that you don't ever get back. So that I don't ever really regret. And I don't feel like you ever held me back from those decisions. And now at this token, it's just like now recently I was given the opportunity to, um, Maybe take a position that involved a little bit more traveling or whatnot throughout the whole entire region. And not just you, but like, I like my garden and I like the backyard and I like the dogs and I like my yoga sling in the basement. And I just very much like the life that I have made for myself. And you're a big piece of it, of course, but, you know, it's all the things, all the things. Not just me. Yeah. And so then therefore, too, it just makes you, whenever you're younger and you have those kind of opportunities that you decide not to take, what the other thing that you get to do is you get to take like, okay, well, why did I contemplate that idea? Or why was that an exciting idea for me? What pieces of the puzzle did I like? And for whatever the reason, the cons be, we'll figure out how to bring the pros 
in a different circle to your life. It doesn't mean that you can't still have those opportunities. You just have to find an opportunity that makes more sense for you. Like instead I was like, well, you know, I don't really want to travel. I like my house. I like my this. I like my that. And so instead just, I'm just going to have to make more money at home. So let's figure out a way that that's going to happen. And bam, it did. $20,000 raise within a very short amount of time. You know, really, when you look at the big scheme of life. So does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. Okay. Wow. That was just the first question. Oh, shittles. That was eight <laughs> minutes long. We might. How many questions are there? Well, I don't know yet. Mm. Well, um, this might be a series. Okay. Because I probably will have more after this. Okay. Okay. Questions with Jolo, we could call it. <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out what I want to go into next. Uh oh. Before having me, mm-hmm. you had me within two years of going through a very traumatic, I would say traumatic experience of your first marriage. Oh, okay. Right? It yeah, I didn't know which years, traumatic experience. Yeah, right? I had you within two years. Yeah. yeah. So. Do you think, how do you think that affected you? Like, did, did you, did that affect anything at all? You looked like it wasn't a big deal. You made a face. Yeah, no, it wasn't a big deal. It was just how, how it was supposed to. did you, like, overcome that and be able to just go on with your life after that? I feel like I if that happened to me, I would be very emotionally unavailable for a very long time. Well, the universe said you do not have time to be un emotionally unavailable. Here is Jolie Mae Smith who is a Cancer and a Pisces and I remember forget your third little sign. They're all waters. Um that are going to need you. So you got to pull up your bootstraps, figure out a way to survive and make shit happen and get over it. Get out of the fetal position and get to fucking work. Like I've been trying to give you little nudges. You're not listening. So, bloop. You so shall have Jolie. Still kind of affected by that when like before you found out that you were pregnant with me. Jolie, I don't know how many podcasts you haven't listened to, but I got pregnant with you at my divorce party. What? <laughs> Why was my dad at your divorce party? Because I was, what was my birthday party slash divorce party celebration weekend? That's what happened. So, it was a whole weekend of nonsense and shenanigans. Why was he there, though? Because your dad and I were good friends. Your dad and I, like, I was a regular at Bossa Nova. It was within walking distance of home. Do you know how many times I was at Bossa Nova a week? And I would have drinks with your dad. Your dad and I, believe it or not, used to enjoy each other's company. And so weird to me. <laughs> we used to hang out. Never say that ever again. <laughs> That's such a weird image in my head. We would be sitting at the bar. Your dad purposely carried certain bottles of wine because I liked them. And he knew that I used to go to Grafton with my girlfriends and drink the bottles of wine. And he didn't like it. He was nice to you. Yeah. I wouldn't have 
gotten pregnant and had his child if he wasn't nice to me. I don't me. know if it was a drunken mistake situation or. <laughs> well, there was a lot of martinis I'm involved sure that there night. Were. I don't need to know anything else. Okay, moving right along. That's not the answer you were expecting, uh, no. I guess. No, <laughs> no, it was not. Okay. <sighs> okay. Um. Wow, sorry. I just need, needed a, a second. Yeah. Okay, so in your third episode discussing your first marriage you, a. a you went into a little bit about how your thoughts of the transgender and the gay community um, changed a little bit but obviously you're still very open minded and everything and did it of how did people some people in our family are part of that community how did they react to it? Can you, like, go a little bit more in-depth Can I elab- about that? Elaborate? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that caused a big riff, actually. Yeah. So, um, I told Papa, because I thought Papa would be more understanding, because mm-hmm. he is a homosexual. Turns out he was not. No. He was actually quite upset about it. Yeah. And then... He wanted you to run away while you were walking down the aisle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um... And then Grandma and Grandpa Grody definitely thought it was horrible. Oh, like I'm a sure. horrific situation. Um, and then honestly, I'm so much older than everybody else. There's not a a lot of judgment. Well, like I don't think they knew. Like I don't think it was anything oh. that was discussed. Like really amongst like Andy's kids. Like I don't know if they know. Oh. I have no idea. Like, this is nothing that was, like, discussed. That's the other reason, like, this podcast was kind of weird. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, I know, like, just a very small handful of people that know this story. So there wasn't really judgment in that way just because no one knew. Yeah. And even whenever I said, yeah, we're getting divorced, it was just because there was another list of 800 reasons, and that didn't even have to be one of them. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So. So I don't know. But... And now that it ever has come out and, like, we talk about it more openly, now it's like the world is such a different place and everyone has been exposed in different ways. It's just kind of like, I don't feel like there's any judgment. It's more like, good Lord, for all people for it to happen to, of course, it would happen to Allison. Like, it's one it's one of those kind of, like, almost laughable things. I don't ever feel judged for it. Does that, I don't know. I would just, did Grandma and Grandpa Grody know, can I say their names? Yeah. Oh, okay. I did already. Okay. Yeah. Did paternal grandparents? Yeah. Did they know while you were in your marriage, yes. or did they know after the fact? No, they knew during, which is why I wasn't really speaking to them either at the time, and that's why I didn't know. Ah. Oh my gosh, dogs. Um. Oh my goodness. My dad's brother, Uncle Ricky. Yeah. Who I adored. He had gotten really, really sick, and I wasn't there during the very ending of his life because we weren't talking then and again that might have been a blessing in disguise like maybe Ricky didn't want me around for that stage of it but yeah the, the timing of it all was very sad I'm sorry yeah that's I never okay knew that. yeah I actually wasn't notified that he had passed away until like two hours before his funeral did you get to go no because it was four hours away 
I worked for this chiropractor at the time who was um, an air retired Air Force pilot. And he was like, oh, my gosh, Allie, because that's what he used to always call me. He was this cute little man. Oh, my gosh, Allie, I will fly you there right now. If you, I, we can make it in 32 minutes. Let's go. And I'm like, oh, Dr. Gary, that's okay. So, anyway, that's the story on that. That's life, though. You have to, like, forgive people. And I was How angry about they... that for a while. So, I'm sure, did you want to talk I mean how long after that did you get divorced oh too much time has gone by probably maybe a year and a half or so a year and a half maybe two and we weren't married for so long yeah. you know so that's why I'm not quite sure did you talk to them after you got divorced like immediately after pretty much yeah, yeah pretty shortly after Mm -hmm. They thought that you had been cured or... I guess. I don't know. We never discussed it. We still have really never discussed it to this day. Really? Yeah, Dad and I have. But, yeah. Gr the, yeah. What no, has Papa no other said family. since it's happened? Oh, just really that, like, I mean, I've just been like, I was young and dumb. And he's like, yeah, you were. I mean, it, and he's like, we all are. We all have those phases of our lives. It was something you had to go through for some reason. Like... It wasn't a big deal. Did. And then honestly, um, pretty shortly after I got divorced is whenever, um, like just a few, maybe within the year, year and a half then is whenever uh, Bob had passed away. Oh, so there was already a lot happening. Yeah. yeah, and so I the summer the summer before you were born is I was out at in California. In California. Mm -hmm. And my divorce party too. Keep in mind, it takes a while for a divorce to go through. So we had been going through a whole bunch of shit for the last year. We had not lived together. It was just finally the celebration of yeah, being the free from the nonsense. Period. Yeah. Even though his brother was still living in the house. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's gotta be so weird. It was so weird. And the fact that we've seen them since then, I... and like I've been introduced, yeah. and it's like, oh wow, weird world. I saw them at a party too. What at party? At the lodge. Oh, it was really? like some reunion party or something, hmm. or maybe a birthday party or something. And they said hi to me, and they were like, da 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 last name and I was like hi <laughs> and do was, they know who you are well or? I look exactly like <laughs> you well I know but did they say like oh are you Allison's daughter yeah. oh they did yes. oh that's even weirder oh very strange just look at like that's also a very weird thing like for a very long time I did not know I remember the first time that I asked you you do? Yeah. Where were we? Because I remember, too. We were sitting in the second house in Florissant. Yes. And we were in the living room. Yep, you were I on the couch. I was on the couch, and you were doing something with the curtains. I was hanging up the curtains yep. I had just washed. And I said, Mom, why do you have a third last name? <laughs> you go, my name is this, Papa's name is this, your name is this. Where does that come from? And you know what? That was very smart because a lot of kids don't understand last names at all. Are all, no. all of my I, little cousins did not understand that. They think I'm their aunt still. 
<laughs> so I was very smart from figuring that out when I did. How old was I? You were little. You like were like seven. Yeah, I was gonna say six or seven. Yeah. And what did you say? Just that you had been married? Yeah, I said. Well, I didn't know we were gonna talk about this today. I remember you saying. That. There's been a lot of shit I've said to you over the years. Well, I didn't know we were gonna talk about this today. I was too smart as a little kid. You had to expose yourself so many times. So many times. In like the most randomest, like vulnerablest situations. <laughs> like I'm like, okay, I guess we're diving in to shadow self regarding this today. This. Hello, childhood trauma. <laughs> Let's open up this box today. What's this, mommy? Well, fuck. <sighs> open up this can of worms. We were always very open. I knew I could ask you literally anything at any time of the day and you would answer it. Sometimes there was a few occasions I would be like, okay, we're going to shelf this, and uh, I'm too tired to deal with this right now, and we're going to talk about this in the morning. And if that ever transpired, you would literally wake me up by standing over me like a creeper with your eyes open, leaning over me until I woke up, and I was like, good God. And you were like, good morning. Why did blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, good Lord. Tom would be like, I'm going to smoke a cigarette. I'm out. Good morning, Jolo. I'm Little tap on the head so and off we go. sorry for the child that I was. You were perfect. I would want it no other way. I would. That's why I'm never going to have kids. <laughs> it's going to be me and my hairless cat. Oh, perfect. All right, then this is going to be the last question for today. Okay. We're going to wrap it up. This kind of relates to me asking so many questions. <laughs> um, did I ever ask you a question that kind of, and just seeing me grow up in general, you obviously have a lot of childhood trauma. You went through a lot as a kid. I did, I'm sorry. No, that's not I don't want an apology at all. How did... Because I remember a few times... Not a few times. Just one in particular time. That kind of stuck with me. That you said... You were just having a bad day or something. And I asked you what was wrong. Mm -hmm. And you said that... Having... A kid is hard when you've gone through so many things because it makes you go through it in a different way. Mm-hmm. So I obviously was not old enough to comprehend that when you said that. Sure. Let's elaborate on that a little bit. Well, and I've said I've done a podcast on this. I don't remember the name of it. Maybe like unpacking your childhood or something. But it is pretty funny that, um, again, I just think God and the universe has a very funny sense of humor. And I did go through a lot of childhood trauma, and I was forced to go through it pretty quickly because of other circumstances that happened that I felt responsible for that I had to take care of, which, looking back now, was totally ridiculous. But that was the world in which I lived in. And so later on, having a child that looks... 97% like you it makes you it does force you to like almost relive it in some ways and not relive it maybe that's the wrong word Mm, 
revisit, maybe. And whenever I say revisit, is different than reliving. Because revisiting, you see it from a different perspective. You're older, wiser, conceive it through a different type of lens. And... There's something over there. It's a hawk. Well, I know, but the hawk is circling something that he's... Are you protecting your cows, buddy? I don't know. Leonidas, we're kind of in the middle of something. <laughs> so, it also gives you a chance, though, to then show up for yourself and your childhood self in a different kind of way. And to heal yourself, maybe in a different kind of way that you didn't take the time to do. And it, 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 that was my situation, anyway. Um, otherwise, I probably just would have always put that kind of shit on a shelf and maybe never dove in and dealt with it so on that you, kind of level. Do you think that having me and seeing me grow up made you realize you need to take more time to unpack that? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to show up for you properly. Mm -hmm. So it forced me to do that. Plus, um, just like having a child that looks identical to you is just, I don't want to say creepy in some ways, but kind of creepy. Yeah. yeah. So um, no, it, it did just cause me to even if I didn't want to deal with shit, I was forced to, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And honestly, the hardest time of, of being a mother for you was the time from like 10 to 12. And that's because that's when I was going through my hardest trauma. <clears throat> so forcing myself to show up for you every day and not just check out, which is what I easily wanted to do, was good and healthy and healing and uh yeah so I didn't, did you, you know. see it in that way while it was happening yeah I did and I kind of like already was mm, trying to like prepare myself for it a little bit because I think I realized it like right like maybe when you were like nine and ten and that's then whenever I don't know if you realized but also through that era I started doing more fun childhood things like that's whenever I got into aerial yoga a little mm -hmm. bit after that is when we got like Nakoma like we start going to well first the the beaches you know mm -hmm. like we packed a family vacation we you know got this house like we started doing putting other things into motion to um, I don't know what the right word is. Um, ensure, yeah, ensure some stability for the, that the inner child always has a place to play, mm -hmm. a safe place. You know, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, I think, too, that's why, like, we want the beach house. And, you know, Tom went through a lot of childhood trauma yeah. as well through that time. So we've done a lot of healing work, <laughs> getting, having the ability to have you two. If it be out on a dirt bike track, if it's playing with Nakoma out in the woods, if it's, you know, all the things. So when we take you guys out to go do fun, it's not just for you guys. 
that's the fun thing about parenthood, I will say. You have an excuse to go do those things. I mean, people might look at you weird if you go, like, take your hairless cat to the zoo. I mean, but I I'm going to do it. That's It'll right. be in a little stroller and have a little sweater and people say, oh, oh. how old? And then they'll look in and they'll be like, oh. oh. <laughs> that girl's here to help you learn a child, <laughs> I guess. Oh. No, people definitely will not see it that way. But, And I'm just teasing because I don't think a lot of your generation probably will have children. I feel like the oh, the world is just an interesting place. We shall see. I see. hope most of them don't have children. Most of the people I know should not reproduce. Okay, so I'm going to ask you one question as we end this, since you just got to ask me four. What has been your biggest takeaway uh, of the podcasts that you have listened to so far? And then I have one other question after that. I like to hear you talk as a normal person and not a mother. I think that has been my biggest thing that I've been paying attention to. Because with me, you're always very insightful. You always want to help me figure out something, I think. But to the general population, you're just... I think just watching you grow and learn who you are as a person and this whole, your whole experience of Allison Unplugged has definitely helped you do that in a major way. Mm -hmm. And seeing you grow from who I knew you as when I was six versus who I know you as today is very different and it's been a very good thing to I guess that's not really with the podcast but but you've been able to that probably brings up things that you know we're living through or yeah. you've been able to witness or you're like oh yeah she's talking about that oh shit that Just is what seeing it from then, a different or... perspective mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> okay and then my follow up question is what's the funniest thing that you've listened to what made you laugh the hardest or like what was the most surprising or I don't know I guess hearing about how Papa was like getting trying to get you to run away during your wedding like I had never heard that part of it <laughs> and that's so not him to do like I feel like he's so he keeps his opinion to himself in public places you know like when we're around the family or whatever he'll make a look but he won't really say anything and then when we go back to his house he'll just start spewing about how he hates everything (laughs) so for him to just I could just see him doing it and you trying to like keep everything together while the biggest quote unquote biggest moment of your life is happening like Mm -hmm. That definitely, I was cleaning the bar while I was listening to that, and I started laughing, and Greg was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm listening to my mom's podcast. (laughs) Oh, boy. Don't worry, I'm not going to do a podcast on being married to your father. 
because I did one podcast on being married. You know, yeah. I was just saying there's not going to be another one in that regard. There's nothing weird that happened there. <laughs> so. um, <laughs> there well, were a few things, but nothing worth having a podcast on. Maybe I'm getting some funny looks. Um, yeah, I've, I'm not going to publicly say anything. At this, at, <laughs> at this, this moment, moment okay. I'll keep my opinion to myself. <laughs> she doesn't do that often, folks. All right, my friends. Well, we're going to wrap up this episode of Spilling the Tea. Jolie she said we she We spilled had- a lot of tea today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed it this week. I'm sure you did. I'm sure I did. I'm going to go back and listen and laugh and roll my eyes a little bit I'm sure so you all have a beautiful beautiful week this might if Jolie and I can get our schedules together this might be what September is all about for the for the podcast just little random moments with uh, Jolo and I asking questions back and forth so if you all have any questions for us definitely send us a message let us know I would love to answer some questions guys I love feeling famous <laughs> So let's get a list of questions for this gal. All right. I love you all. Have a beautiful week. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for holding space with us. And pinkies up, y'all. Have a beautiful day.